1: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
0: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to Sapnin'
2: Podcast.
3: Sapnin! 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 You are listening to the Sapnin' Podcast featuring myself, Morgan Richards. And me, Sean Smith. I just thought I mixed. I don't out. know where you were going with that. I wanted so, to see the look on your face, and there was uh, a moment of terror. I, was, I
4: didn't know where you were going with it, so I was. That's why. I sounds brilliant. Yes, a bit
3: yes weird. the double S. <laughs> that's my new intro. Yes, <laughs> yes, it's the double S. Oh, oh I'm going to be obnoxious more so than usual going <laughs> forward. What more obnoxious than me
4: going? It's me.
3: Yeah, well, okay, yeah, okay. it's yes, it's yeah. yes, yes, it's the double S, I'm going to get t-shirts made, I'm going to, that's <laughs> it, if you see, no, don't, if you see me, don't say that to me, please don't. Yeah, that's a bit weird, uh, yeah, um, yeah, what have we been up to this week, what have you been up to this week, Morg? Busy week, uh, catching
4: up with all the news and shenanigans happening in the world of rock music and beyond, oh, went nice. to a couple of gigs, oh, well, um, tell
3: me about your time at concerts. Well, I'll,
4: I'll talk about one later on. Yeah. But went to see the lovely Brian Fallon from the Gaslight Anthem this week. Played Ooh. a special Evening With show oh, in nice. the Tram Shed in Cardiff. How was that? Absolutely hilarious. Are you, playing yeah. acoustic numbers, threw on piano, and just stood up and told jokes and just stories about his life.
3: He's a lovely chap, Brian Fallon.
4: He very much is. I had the pleasure of meeting him
3: at Soundwave one year, and... Um, yeah he was nice Remember my name after a day which is something after I a don't, day I don't normally expect people l- yeah but like he'd met me once and then remembered my name the next day which nice. blows my mind because I always think that people think of my head as like a pink balloon just plain no hardly any features and it's easily forgotten
4: hmm okay but yeah but back then you probably rocking that bleach blonde oh that fringe. Is true so. yeah
3: so yeah yeah
4: so maybe he was like
3: who the hell's this fella What's this daft blonde motorbike wearing helmet <laughs> lady doing? What's this fat lady doing? Oh, wait. She's got a daft. Oh, my God. Ooh. Is there something wrong with her? Oh, no. She's Welsh.
4: Oh, ah. Fair enough. Splings everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I went to see him. Keeping up with the trend of new music that came out this week. Yep. A song I haven't stopped listening to is the new one with Youngblood and Halsley. Halsey. Hol- Halsey. Every- well, everyone pronounced it wrong. Do they? Yeah. Or do y- you pronounce it wrong? I'm going with everybody else. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. off yeah.
3: your feet. Yunji blood. Yeah. Yunji <laughs> blood and house
4: <how's laughs> sing feng. Yes featuring travis barker i like yeah i like all like th- yeah you know it's really are good it's a really good song it's it's so catchy and i'd even go out with satan as probably the best emo song of 2019
3: without it even being an emo song well wow. halsey's a big fan of all of those yeah right? she's, massively she's a big fan of the pop massively and emo and stuff um i like young blood seems like a top laugh yeah um the Liam Gallagher of the Youth, you'd probably want like that comparison, mm. but if you're like, from Manchester are you loud, you're gonna get that new.
4: Yeah, and it's probably a good representation as well.
3: Yeah. yeah. Travis Barker, he's tidy. Very tidy. Very, very tattooed man.
4: He is. Um,
3: he is. when he's ninety he's gonna look like a soggy colouring book. Didn't, never thought of that. Yeah. Um that's cool, Yeah. It's cool, you can look whatever you want. Yeah.
4: Um <laughs> Speaking, yeah. yeah. Go on. Uh, speaking of Blink One Eighty Two members,
3: oh, I Mark, like
4: it. Mark Hoppus' new side project with Alex Gaskar of All Time Low, yep, called Simple Creatures. They've just announced their first ever festival performance, their first ever gig. Oh, aye. only a small one. No, oh, um, oh, I tell you what. Yeah. I
3: wish it was somewhere where I don't know. Maybe we could probably interview him or something. But, maybe you yes. know, knowing our luck, Mark, that'll never no, happen.
4: Well, they're playing. Oh, it's download festival wait
3: this <laughs> what the you mean the same what mark the guy from time. the same download festival that we have been invited to yeah, the very same unbelievable what's the chances
4: the first ever gig after after we announce we're there. They're like, oh, boy, I see should, what's we, happened should we try and...
3: I see what's happened. Mark hmm, listened to last week's episode. Obviously. Found out we were on download. Yeah. Booked his first gig with Alex for download. Of course you have. Mark, Please. you're not getting one over on me, brother. I'm too quick for you, brother. <laughs> if you that badly want to
4: come on the podcast, Mark Opus, just give us a message. Just give us a DM.
3: I had to make a new band just to come over to download to be on the podcast. Mad. Like. Oh, that's mad. Crazy. He lives in
4: London. Yeah. Just you know. You didn't op- even have to make the band. Yeah. Just up on the train. It'd been cheaper.
3: Surely. Oh, oh, just we'd have come to him. Probably, if yeah. Mark Hoppers <laughs> <helped us>, right, <laughs> confirmed a, confirmed an interview with us. I think we could find a way to get to him. Probably. Yeah. Like, there's a good chance of that. So yeah.
4: So yeah. Mark, give us a give us a message. Will Albert, you, uh, you got yeah. my number? You yeah. have Well, you can DM me though, or me. Can yeah. DM yeah, me, i will be better. Um, it won't be better. Mm-hmm. Speaking of download, NXT yeah, UK wrestling. will be there for the wrestling, for the WWE oh, fans. I can't
3: wait Mog. I've never oh. seen the wrestling in download. Have you not? I've
4: never been. I've been, as I mentioned last week, I've been to download every year since 2014. So I've been there for the the few years they've had NXT yeah. and WWE there. Oh, It's been great. I think it's, it's a, such a different experience combined in the rock and wrestling. We've talked a lot about that in the podcast on in the past but yeah. no it's just great atmosphere and yeah they're gonna be bringing all their top stars from nxt uk pete dunn walter tony nice. storm flash morgan webster mark
3: andrews and americans ricochet's gone only Ooh. ricochet he's up
4: well they haven't announced they haven't announced any of the main nxt roster just the uk ah, okay. for now oh for but now
3: for now but you can't see this, but there's oink. always going to be surprises. Yeah, always gonna oh, be surprises. Triple H will be here won't he. Oh yeah, looking like it. Pritchard on steroids. <laughs> yep, there you go. Whoa, oh, the penny back. dropped there. Oh, have you ever? Se- if it's all about the vegan. Have you ever seen him in the same room? No, but I can't Could imagine <laughs> Pritchard be loud in the same room as Triple H. Because you do something daft like oh, I tell you what, I fucking slap him for a laugh now, right? Everybody in you will be laughing. Slap. Uh-oh. Oh. Pedigreed. <laughs> Doomsday-like. Yeah. I, I, I've I, never I, seen him in the same room. It could be Brothers or Triple H. And Triprich. Triprich I I wasn't gone anyway. Carry on, Morg.
4: Other bands... Announced the download who I wanted to talk about was a band you know very well called Hot Milk. Oh, yes. I know
3: Hannah from Hot Milk. Yeah, yes. they'll be
4: playing. And they've also uh, announced this week that they'll be supporting Death of Honor in Ooh, tour in March. Nice. Who apparently have been listening to the podcast.
3: Apparently so. So Could shout lie, out. Could be a lie. Yeah. But
4: shout out to them if, if so.
3: Yeah. Um, love the Death of Honor boys, as I said last week. It's, um, and yeah, hopefully we'll have them on soon.
4: Yeah, hopefully. And yeah, Hot Milk's Wait, Yeah, Hot single. Milk. Yeah,
3: Hot Milk. We've had we've had people say to us, "Game more girls on you, right? And we are up for that. You don't realize how up for it we are. No, Very much right. so. No, let's
4: right. be honest. I've tried to book many a female to appear on the podcast, yeah. but they have not been available... Or they're not
3: around. So yeah, Hannah from Hot Milk, stop sending them. Come pictures on, of faces first or more because that's probably scaring them off.
4: Well, it's your giant. Yeah. It's your giant head. That's oh, on. The... Here we
3: go. If it was mine, do you want me to unload? Do you want me to unload? <laughs> I can. Mo. Moving on. Modulated. Mo, what out? What I'll say out. Anyway, <laughs> so Hannah from Hot Milk, she has to come on at some point. I'd like actually very do. funny girl. Yeah, and I and, like a band
4: and check out the new single if you haven't already. It's very very good. I'm really digging it. Nice, and the pop punk vibes. Um, yeah, a couple of quick more new music has come
3: out this week. Uh, While she sleeps, ooh, I. Do you know what? While she sleeps, how do I say this? As a fan, I think it might be my new favorite band moving forward because I just love everything about them. Yeah, I love the music. I love the ethos. I love how hard they work. I love everything they got going on. Well done to While yeah. She Sleeps.
4: Yeah, no fair play. Yeah, the last album. You albums- can't see
3: this, but I'm giving you two thumbs up.
4: He is. See if we can use my thumb.
3: No, you can't. Mm. Yep.
4: Yeah, a New single out. New album coming up soon as well. And uh, the supergroup, the strangest supergroup I've seen in a while, are back.
3: The damned things. Ah, oh, that's the lads from Fall Out Boy, Boy. Every and,
4: time I die. And Anthrax. And Anthrax. Three bands. You just you know, no or never get along put together. No. Yeah. But they just get along. Get along
3: superbly. And they. Have some tracks that have riffs for days. I, do you know what? I don't normally check out new videos. Don't okay. know why, right? Yeah. I haven't got time. Um, check out the Damn Things one, it's brilliant. It's a mm-hmm. singer from Every Time I Die. Oh, all those bands we just mentioned. Yeah. And they're all dying one by one while they're recording. It's really good. Yeah? Yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> it's funny. Check it out.
4: Oh, fair play. Speaking of weird bands, your new band, Raiders. Weird band? Yeah. I was trying to segue.
3: Speaking of, to, speaking of bloody super groups, you. <laughs>
4: Oh, maybe I should have said that Tom yeah. Jones is in up
3: <laughs> Elvis said to me in 2019 you want to look out for the band called Raiders they're going to be real tidy and I swear to God that's exactly the words in that order that Elvis said to me alright Tom see you later ta-da boys oh, that was nice that was nice in. yeah um, yeah we played a gig um on Saturday in Cobblestones in Bridgewater how did that go excellent yeah. loved it every one of the Other gig was cool, all the people like, all the Mm. audience. Um, I climbed a fella in the front row. Climbed a fella? Yeah, tried to eat glass. I don't recommend that. Please do not try it. Is uh,
4: is glass vegan
3: or not? Oh, some crushed up sand. It's probably animals' bones. Can I use it? I don't know. Do vegans use oil? Yes, they do in their cars. That's dinosaurs' bones. This podcast is turning into <laughs> me wow. coming up with different things every week. The tribe of wow, vegans. that's down.
4: amazing. What it is, um, Denzel Bones. Yeah, and you had your haircut while you were there. Oh,
3: thanks. Yeah, more. Yeah. yeah. They, again, Morg. They can't, they can't see me. this, but this is how my ear sounds. Right. Yep. <laughs> so.
4: Yeah, but when I had my haircut, you mentioned it. Yeah, so I yeah, thought I'd true. be okay. nice oh, and oh, say, oh, Sean, sure, you know, you've had your haircut. Thanks. Looks bad. good. Thanks. You are Playing shows.
3: Yeah, it yeah. was a good show. We had a good time. Also. We've got the first mix of our song back from Ramesh <gasps> as well, which I haven't played yet, so ha-ha. <laughs> but that might be available on our Patreon, no. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so we've got the first mix of that back. We're going to make some tweaks to it, and then it'll be ours and ready to go out. And oh. I'm super excited, super-duper excited for people to hear it. Nice. Awesome.
4: Um, before um, we stop rambling this nonsense, yeah, one thing I wanted to bring up that got my attention on Twitter, was uh, one of the members of Those Damn Crows. Yeah. Right? They posted a picture of a young Phil Collins and said it has a resemblance to me. Now, I couldn't see it. Yeah. You saw
3: that tweet. I did see that tweet. And
4: from the Sapping Pod account,
3: you said... Twitter.com posted that Sapping Pod. You you said it was a mixture of... If If you and Alid got festivalled up together and made sweet, sweet, sweet red-headed love to a woman with sideburns, that's what would have popped out. Phil Call, young Phil Collins, please go and check out her Twitter to see, go back and see this photo, because it looks like the perfect mixture of Morgan, Alid, and a bird with sideburns. So that... Only now I've realised, and I don't know how, that you've got a full beard, so she doesn't even need to have the sideburns. <laughs> she
4: can if she wants, but... um. No, you since something to grip on too. Since oh. since you said that, I try. I looked at the photo, yeah, and I couldn't unsee.
3: Oh yeah, what it you looks said like you and him it, have, it's spot on. It looks like you and him have mixed the party up, and then
4: some. That has inseminated herself. Well, I t- to be safe, I think me and Ali should never party at a festival.
3: Yeah, don't become Eskimo brothers. Also, <laughs> nobody Google what Eskimo brothers is. Um...
4: Yeah, yeah. that's that's all the shenanigans.
3: For this week, For is this it? Week, Glad yeah. you finished this end. Glad I <laughs> finished this end. Because we could have been waiting. Tidy, this week's guests are our first international guests, aren't they?
4: No, they're our first American guests.
3: Oh, yeah, international. Sean, you've been to Australia. You know there's a sea between you and now. <laughs> they're
4: first guests from across the pond.
3: Well, yeah, technically, Winston's come from across a big pond as well. Yeah, he? but not the pond. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, our guests this week are the fantastic May Day Parade. Yes. Yes. Big
4: fan of the May Day Parades. Yes,
3: you are. I am. As we brought up with the interview.
4: Yeah, we do. I you know, I think it's safe to say that I really pushed to get the, them on. Yep. Yeah, one of the big, really breakout bands of that pop punk emo
3: scene from like two th- the early 2000s. Yeah, and still going to this day. I'm My still going strong. After we stopped recording was, boys for my sake, please never leave your band. Yeah. And it was a really sad moment. I said it thinking, this will be nice now. And it just came out like I was like, I was was doing that. But yeah, they were fantastic. Um, What did we talk to them about? Their latest album? Yeah,
4: obviously they've been a band for 13 years. They've seen all sorts change in that emo pop punk music. Seeing an industry. We talked to them about their new album, Sunnyland. How I think it's, probably some of their best work yet yeah. we reminisce about their massive wait,
3: wait, wait we don't need to do all it this is about to come up anyway in i suppose
4: Aye, true well we'll just just say <laughs> let me let me just say we talk new album reminiscing of a lessing in romantics and everything else in between nice um plus there's a back to the future reference in there tidy lovely lovely
3: stuff uh, oh, yes.
4: Oh, massive oh. shout out to Hayley Conley oh, for yes. sorting this for us as well. Awesome
3: Hayley Conley, she... who I know doesn't listen to this. She does not. No, I don't know. I'm oh. just sick well, of saying I... that other people <laughs> do listen to it. <laughs> I hope she does listen to it. I, I doubt it, but. Well, we're both we're, being... Well, this is how we'll find out. Hayley, if you listen to this, email sapmanpodcast at gmail.com with the word sponge. There you or,
4: go. or tweet us as well.
3: No, um, no. I want an email. something at gmail.com. Sponge. Just to know that Ailey Connolly's listened to this. And if she hasn't listened to it, oh, I'm going to get very, very angry with her. But thank you very much to that, Yeah, Ailey.
4: thank you. We love Ailey. And um, while we we're on about her, I had a message from someone requesting her on the podcast. Did you? Yes. And I said, well, surely she has no option but to come on the podcast for us. I'd like her very much, yeah. At some point. So. The May Day
3: Parade boys mentioned how much they loved Ailey as well anybody knows Ailey Loves Ailey. and um, yeah I'd love to have her on a podcast
4: yeah she'd be great to show the other side of the industry for like PR Pressing. and yeah. management and working with bands and stuff it would for be people good.
3: who it'd not it'd be a very way. interesting podcast I believe it would. So yeah so, maybe in the future we'll have Ailey on yeah. Um, but yeah what else what, what other news have we got is there any other news well of course we started the Patreon <gasps> last week the, Patre- and the Patreon and <laughs> Patreon Patreon.com forward slash Sapnin. Oh, you, you were trying to get in on the voices, no, were you? Yeah. I'm rubbing off on you too much. I'm not, <laughs> in, a, not in a dirty way. Um, <sighs> yeah, we started a Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Sapnin. Basically, it's a website where you can go and you can help...
4: Um, help us. the creators create content for you to then enjoy. Maybe.
3: Yeah, in a way, yeah. In you a way, can do yeah, that, but yeah. Go and check out our Patreon. And, yeah, there's different perks and stuff, and you can um, decide if you want anything or... um, Yeah, there's different rewards and tiers and stuff for you uh, to help us out and
4: get things out of it. And if you check
3: out the tiers and you don't fancy any of those things, you can also do a custom Patreon where, um, you know, you can give us any pence... Like and we will gladly use it on new equipment.
4: Yeah, well, if you want to give us enough for a cup of coffee or between us, between us, a coffee we can, between yeah, us. we can we can pour it out. I'll, I'll drink coffee. I'll drink together yeah. wherever we'll find fa- we'll find a way. But yeah, if you want to do that, it'll be very much appreciated. And a massive thank you to all our patreons and everyone who's helped support us so far. Yeah, uh, we've only had
3: like Tesco, every little helps. So thank you very much. Thank for you very everybody yeah, so much. And so far. And and yeah. everybody seems to be enjoying their perks, and the tiers and stuff. Yeah, they do. And yeah, everyone we've been speaking to in the Sappington podcast community group that we've mm. started um, is really cool and has had some in- interesting ideas. And yeah, so
4: yeah, it's been yeah, well, it's been great to see the reaction we've had from our Patreon. Only starting it a week ago, as you mentioned, that exclusive Sappington podcast community group. It's been great to see everyone talking about it as well. So if you want to get involved with that, share us your ideas, hear, hear things for the first time exclusively before anyone else,
3: then yeah. check out all the details. Yeah, that's cool. Nice. Well, good plug here. Um, no, yeah. patreon.com forward slash s a w p e n i n or check out our other socials, twitter.com forward slash S A D P E N I N P O D. And yes, I do have to make this face every time, Mock. Instagram.com forward slash s a w p e n i n p o d, Like that new metal band, but without the dreadlocks. Yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. So um Yeah, this week we decided. Because we didn't really, we couldn't really stay very long for May Day because... Um, they we, were very, we, very busy. Yeah, they were very busy. We we turned up late due yeah. to the backlog traffic. Um, so, yeah, we only had like half hour with yeah. them. So. so we
4: were lucky enough to travel down to Bristol to speak with Derek and Brooks from the band. Uh, we got caught in a little bit of traffic, as Sean mentioned. Pushed our plans back a little bit. So we only got about a selected time with them because they're very busy boys on
3: their... UK tour. I'm sure, I
4: just said all this with the Wonder Years. I said all that you up until
3: s- a bit right. I didn't mention Wonder Years. We can go back and listen to that. <laughs> people are, rewind thirty seconds. You can do it on the podcast. Rewind thirty seconds and see if I just said the exact same thing. Morgan just. I did.
4: Don't know. I was trying to ex- explain because anyway, anyway, we're, we're
3: rambling yeah, on here. Anyway, so yeah, with the only been half hour, we decided that we would ask the people who are part of the Patreon, if they had any questions Yes, yeah, for very exclusive Q&A. So, yeah. So, um, I guess here we go.
4: Yeah. It's question time.
3: Probably can't do the theme. Probably <laughs> I, was, get
4: pulled I, for it. I was thinking.
3: <laughs> Edit the theme in. Oh, no, we can't. we we'll get done for it. Oh. Podcast! Right, then, First question of the very short Q&A we're going to do is from John Price, ooh, big love to John Price, big beard, John Price got Big the Beard,
4: John Price.
3: Seeing as both you and Morgan are big wrestling fans, what would you, what would be your dream match, wrestlers new or old, match stipulation and result? I would like to see, ooh, it's a toughie, isn't it? This is a very good question. The
4: match that comes to mind. Yeah, right. Serious now, I would love to see the Velveteen Dream, nice. one-on-one with The Rock. They'd, that would be good. Because the build-up to that with all the talking yeah. and their fancy pants and j- charisma would be outstanding. Do you mean fancy
3: pants as in the pants that they're wearing or just because they're sassy? Both. Little Columby? Literally a no, column B?
4: Literally, literally bit of both because yeah. their outfits are... Well, developing Dreams outfits are always on point. Yeah,
3: um, he's, yeah, he's like the new Rick Rude, really, isn't he? Oh, he is, yeah. I think mine would be... Shawn Michaels versus Ricochet. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, because one's flippy and mad and stuff, and the other one's one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, Shawn Michaels. so... Yeah. There's um, also
4: another. In a cage. Ooh. I'd love to see Adam Cole. Baby. Um, maybe face off AJ Styles or something
3: like oh, that. Very good. Also, um, but Ricochet AJ would be good. Mm-hmm.
4: You're a big fan of Ricochet, though. Um, that I'm sounds big fan of of Ricochet. It.
3: Um, um
4: Kevin Owens against. The great Carly in a bamboo bicycle
3: match. <laughs> yeah, first one to assemble a bicycle and a bamboo. <laughs> anyway, next question Who's the Right, Mike Cunningham's gone with who's the toughest person you've toured with that you could take in a fight? Well that doesn't make sense because who's the if they're tough if they're the toughest person I know and I've toured with them. I wouldn't be able to take him in a fight, would I? Does that make sense to you?
4: <laughs> that makes
3: no. Your explanation Oh, makes my explanation makes sense. Yeah. The
4: question doesn't make sense to me. Sorry. What else did you? Um,
3: <laughs> We're there. We're ignoring that because it's a daft question. Would you rather be chased by? Oh, you we go. Would you rather be chased by and have to fend off one horse-sized duck, ten duck-sized spiders, or hundred spider-sized horses? Piece of piss. This one is. I would rather face a hundred spider-sized horses.
4: Okay, yeah. Think how quick if yeah. you can make
3: all of them 2D. You could just <laughs> jump on them, right? One all size duck, you're not fighting an all size duck, you.
4: No. You're going to get killed no to death,
3: right? And then t- 10 duck sized spiders. Ugh. I ate spider sized uh, spiders. Oh, uh, um, yeah. So duck sized spiders can no, that's do a, one.
4: That's a very odd question. Why? You imagine. I those think Mike Cunningham's things. a very odd boy. For why? why as well
3: as what goes on in your head? But also, he's on the Patreon. So oh, a we love you, great it's fine person. You are the More best. More questions man. like that, please. Thanks. Um, here we go. For Morgan, don't know why he says for Morgan. Ooh. Favorite ever touring lineup is was probably the recent Parkway Drive Kill switch and "Thy Art Is Murder." But he once saw at the Drive-In support in "Bring Me the Horizon," so that was pretty sick too. And he means sick as in the American term for good, not. What's it mean?
4: Touring lineup. Um, I'm trying to think now. I did very much enjoy when... Uh, take, well, the recent one, a couple of years back, Taken Back Sunday, and was supported by Frank Iroh. Nice. So that was a good combination. Um, oh, going back to 2004. Nice. Saw Busted and McFly playing with each other before McBusted was a thing.
3: Wow. What's my favourite lineup? I know I wasn't asked, you know, despite my name being on the podcast and stuff. But um, Who's my favourite lineup? Um,
4: I'll tell you what, I'll be nice here.
3: Go on. I'll be really nice.
4: A, throw, a throwback has just come into my head of seeing. Blink One Eighty Two, yeah, supported by
3: All American Rejects yeah. and the Blackout. That is a very good. I lost alone. No, no, that was my. chemical no, that, that was my yeah, chemical yeah. Romance tour. Sorry. Yeah, um, that's a good lineup. My favorite one would probably be Gallows in TJs when I think Little Bizzle supported him. That was a good end. Oh wow! Yeah, and TJs in Newport. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. That's that one. Um, Sean, Leeds 2011, I have a very strong recollection of the blackout coming out on stage, smashing, shut the fuck up a cut, then you violently chundering off the front of the stage. Who is to blame for getting you in the mess on a Friday night? Can I answer that? That's John Price again, mind? Can I answer that for for you? I don't think you know the answer. Oh, Oh, I was imagining it would just be yourself. Yeah, it is. Um, Yeah, it wasn't an alcohol-based thing. I do it a lot. Um, Basically, if I get really, really excited or run about too much, like a child. You know, like a, if a child has food and then runs about too much, they spew, right? Uh, that's me. I'm a 35-year-old th- child um, who can't keep his sick down, and I've been sick in my latest gigs as well with radars, so... You should see him when you're recording the podcast. It's, oh. oh, we've done you know, many edits there are in this podcast of me having to stop to blow chunks. It's obviously... Um, would you ever consider doing a song with a rap- rapper and what's the craziest thing you've done on tour? Uh
4: yeah, I'd probably do a song with a rapper. Morgan yeah. would love to do I'd a song love, with uh, a rapper. Any any of those SoundCloud rappers. Uh if 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 M and M, the band M M want to uh yeah. get in touch, I'd will do a song with him.
3: Yep. Yeah. Um otherwise, yes, the answer is yes, because we have the Black Who did a song with a rapper. I I the the hero the hero. What's the craziest Ooh. thing you've done on tour? Um Took Matthew Pritchard out with us. Go back and listen to the Matthew Pritchard episode and you find out why you need to smash the bus up. Episode nine. Um here we go. Here's another question. Was it harder becoming a big band from being a small town like Merthyr Tidville? I don't know really, because I've got no nothing to look at. Like Jeremy, you know I, mean? I haven't done it from I am being in another big band from a different <laughs> town. Jeremy? So you
4: know what I mean? so yeah, you, you didn't you, I know it was you, hard work. You weren't in a band in L.A. first, then when... Yeah. Tell you what.
3: I'd rather start from a smaller town. and us go move it make it harder for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was difficult. Yeah, we played <laughs> loads of shows to Nobody, and yeah, just... You can only imagine how many covers, bands you have to play with, and they're like, you don't sound anything like us. And like, yeah, yeah. Um, do you ever think about a change in musical direction before settling on the blackout sound? coming out of Merthyr were there any peers that didn't make it yes yes Scott Jones Um, to answer the first bit of the question The Blackout never decided on a sound we literally got into a room together and just jammed out songs and whatever we came what it came out with we just loved like bands like Faith No More they had done now where they just go into the studio and they'd come out with like 12 completely different sounding songs we always kind of wanted to go like a um, and second question coming out of Merthyr was any peers that didn't make it? Um, yeah, there's a band from Aberdeen called Pete's Sake. Oh, yeah, who I genuinely believe if they had stayed together like a year longer, we would have been in the position where we could have taken bands out on tour and we would have taken Pete's Sake on tour. Um, because they were awesome, they were like a pop punk band, they were like thrice meets pop punk and they were amazing. Um, and there, are, yeah, some of them, bo- some of those boys, are in a new band called Wager that everybody should check out. I'm sure Raiders and Wager will be doing some shows together. Nice. And our name does sound like, their name does sound like our name if you've got a weird speech impediment, I suppose. Raider, Wager, Wager. Mm. Uh, all right. Um, <laughs> what other bands were there? There's a band called Midasuno from Murcia that did very well, but not as well as I do. I believe they should have.
4: You could argue with Hon- Hondo McLean as well. Honda McLean yeah. were
3: one of the greatest be- metal bands of all time. One yeah. of the most entertaining bands I've ever seen in my life. Um, Jesus Christ, there's loads of bands from South Wales. Shape by Fate were good. Brutality Will Reveil are still good. I don't think they've yet had the credit they deserve. Um, even I'd even go to bands that
4: have recent years, like People the Poet, People straight, the Poet straight Lines. How yeah, oh, Straight, straight lines. lines weren't massive well, especially that second record. Yeah, um, um,
3: there's lords. Yeah, but yeah, just check them out. Search for yourselves, and um, I'm telling you, there's some really good musicians in South Wales. What's been the most ven- memorable venue you've played, and what's your ambition plan for Raiders? That's from Paul Hirschfield. Well, Paul, um, the most memorable venue I've ever played, the blackout supported Linkin Park in Madrid in a bullring. Wow. Nice. How many bands do you know played a bullring? Uh, Can't be many. Or all, all Spanish bands, I don't know. Perhaps <laughs> it's an everyday occurrence for them. But yeah, we played a bullring, which was weird. And what's my ambition plan for Raiders? Just to get to play as much as possible. We did a gig on the weekend and it was great. And literally for like two to three hours, I was back in that world and everything felt right.
4: No, That's a nice touch to it.
3: Try not to cry, Morg. It's okay. Um, Morgan Hugh Richards. Full title. Full title, that's... Yeah. Who's been the popular. most engaging person you've interviewed and how Ooh. do you overcome a guest who may not be as open?
4: Oh, that's a, that's a good journalistic
3: question. Journalistic. Um, that's from Paul. Should be a journalist.
4: Most engaging, I think... It's hard to to rate them all i think ones that come out to mind from a while back uh roman reigns nice i was very lucky like, enough to speak to him and i was be-
3: also congratulations oh. to roman reigns he's back in the wwe he's taking some time out um and now he's out of remission from his leukemia so yeah
4: battle with leukemia, I he's a um, big fan
3: so cheers yeah. roman
4: yeah no great to see him back no i got to uh, speak to him once um and I was a little bit worried beforehand that he might be a bit, like, just abrupt and not really answer the quest- uh, questions, but he was such a lovely guy. What was great to see was I got, I asked him a question that he had to think about, and he said, like, oh, that's a great thought. I've never never thought of it oh, like that. Oh, that's nice. So um, that was great. Another one, Charlie Simpson. Lovely fella. Love speaking to Charlie Simpson. Hopefully... If he's listening to this, come on the podcast soon because he has said in the past he would.
3: He will. I will get. We'll sort that out. So, I love Charlie.
4: Charlie. Um, I love
3: Charlie. I'm oh, gonna keep saying it. I love him. He's fantastic. Lovely boy. Sorry.
4: Yeah. The first two come to mind. and um, dealing with ones that aren't so open, I think you just—it's hard to describe. It is hard to describe. Well, you have to. <laughs> You're on a podcast. The-
3: Someone's asked you a question. Aww. You're a terrible guest on a podcast. I am, but that's why I'm like
4: one of the co-hosts, yeah. not a regular guest. Um, I I think you just got to make them comfortable. That's yeah. what I try and do from the from the get go. If it's a silly, stupid pun that they can laugh at and go, all oh, right, okay, then they can do. I like to take my interviews a little bit more seriously. You know, you've probably noticed some seriouser questions from me sometimes on this. Yeah. Um, yeah, and just try and make them comfortable and enjoy the time they have with you instead of being like, oh, we have got to do this now. Mm. Okay, cool. And Good. don't ask stupid questions like, where's your name from? Oh, this is the worst person what? you've ever... Oh, oh, oh what? Oh,
3: yeah. um, Ness Smith has gone with, if you could both choose to interview anyone who has ever lived, who would you choose to interview and what would you want to ask them?
4: Straight off the top... um. I'll tell you the top three people I would go. love on this podcast. Right. The Rock.
3: Yes. Dwayne.
4: Just because many reasons. Yep. Um, Michael J. Fox. Oh, nice. Also known as Marty McFly from the Back to the Future films. Yep. That would be a dream. And Haley Williams. Lovely. Who gets a, lo- a lot of love on this podcast. She does get a lot um, of love on this podcast. I've never had the pleasure of meeting any of those three, but I would oh. absolutely love to.
3: Me, I would go with... I do it all for the views, I would see. So I'd be Adolf Hitler, <laughs> Jesus Christ, if you can prove that he exists. And um, tell you what, I'll do a twofer, right? They can both come in because they both got the same first name mm-hmm. Jeremy Kyle and Clarkson, right? Just so I could fight them to the death.
4: <laughs> I can't, I'm sorry, no, I can't imagine Jeremy Kyle or Jeremy Clarkson on this.
3: No, me neither. I mean, I'm lucky I, because I'd kill him. I would hate I ap- him. I hate him
4: as humans. I'd love him to come on if, you know, I know they're big, massive fans of Night podcast, but, you know, if they want to come on, they're more than welcome. I just, nah. can't, I just can't
3: see it. The Jeremy's gonna fuck right off, both of them.
4: I'll tell you who else. One's,
3: no, wait, I'm having a rant now. One's um, racist to a deadline, that's Clarkson. Every week on that Top Gear or Grand, whatever it's called, Turismo Grand <laughs> Tour. That's it. Yeah, grand tourism. Um, and then Jeremy Kyle, who uses the less fortunate people of the north of England for his show. Like when himself, yeah. he used to be a former alcoholic. So, right. and he's is him slagging off people for drinking and taking drugs, and he's a gambling addicted alcoholic, apparently. So, wow, nice like, so one, jez you fucking prick. Wow. That took a dark turn. Nobody yeah. expected that. Nope, not um, at all. So Hitler, Jesus Christ, and the Jeremys. <laughs> I think we'll have to cut short with some of these, but we have got this now saved for next time as well. So last question then from Kelly Tyra. Guiltiest pleasure music-wise. <sighs> see, I'm not. Yeah, see. I don't feel guilty I, about no, like,
4: I Same here. Like, you are it's obvious from episode 5 how big of McFly fan I am I've said it on here yeah. just now as well yeah. love me some
3: McFly so and that time you, you talk about Doug and you nearly come well like I mean yeah, <laughs> oh, I,
4: no 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 no, <laughs> oh, <he's laughs> no. Lonely, no I call him sexy pants that's all I said <laughs> I didn't do anything well, else. While in your pants, yeah. You didn't do anything else. I will not have those allegations on the podcast, Sean.
3: This is libel or slander, whichever one that is, and I'll see you in court.
4: Um, yeah. No, but I don't, I don't feel guilty about listening to anything. Like, I, I, you know, I really enjoy all sorts of music. Cool.
3: What oh, about well. you? Um, it's not, I am Gunny. I like pop. I like rock. I like dance. It's, you name it, I'll give it a bash, really. Yeah. There's nothing... It's nothing. I'm ashamed that I like.
4: Yeah, I mean, I've seen James Blunt live.
3: I like him more on Twitter than I do probably. Yeah, he didn't didn't read any tweets. Which is a shame, really, because that's some of his best work. (laughs) Anyway, should we move on with the episode? Yeah, maybe we should get the guests in, though. Yeah, tidy. So, here we go. Sorry about all that. This is May Day Parade on Sampling Podcast. Fucking lovely stuff.
4: What's happening? What's happening? Hey, Woo. what's up? Oh. Oh. What's
2: happening?
3: We, Yay! we got it.
2: Sorry, it's Just stupid. a little bit
3: late. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, our guest this week, as you probably know from the in- long intro that we do every week and the fact that you can read, so you've downloaded <laughs> this and you can read the names, we've got uh, Derek and uh, Brooks from Mayday Parade. Woo! Hello,
1: it's good to be here. Thanks
3: for having us, guys. Oh, our pleasure. Thank you for having us on your lovely warm two of us. It's very warm,
1: nice. Much
3: better being in here than outside.
4: Yeah, play some PS4 as well before the show.
3: Right, yeah. Bit of
1: Resident Evil 2. Resident Evil 2. How's that going? It's amazing, it's so good. But I'm a huge fan of all these games. Uh, in fact, the the very the very original, the first Resident Evil, is probably my favorite video game of all time. And so this is a remake, right? It's a yeah, it's a remake of the second one. It came out a few weeks back, and they just killed it. It's so good. Yeah.
3: What's the character? on Ah, oh, I remember back in the day spending hours on this, losing hours in this game.
1: Yeah. Is Jill on here? No, that's the that's the first one. That's we got yeah. Claire here is the is the chick in this one. Yeah. Yeah. So good, though. They really, I mean, it's just, its yeah, they did a great job with the remake. Nice.
3: Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, we were speaking before we started, and, um, yeah, you were saying this is the last but one UK show. How's right. the UK been for you?
1: It's been really good. It's its always a lot of fun, and, and uh, this tour is, is shorter than
2: usual uh, for us. Mm-hmm. Normally, we'd spend about two weeks, I'd say. In the it's uk nice for that. it's nice to do a yeah. week and and i feel like you like it's concise you know people have to drive a little bit yeah. which i know people in the uk don't like oh, to drive
3: hate it,
2: hate it. but yeah. you know we'll get them out of the house
3: you know yeah. come out to the show. street in the uk and they're like it's not my house <laughs> yeah. make, i'm sorry i can't make it it's not my house <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah greedy bastards uh, the w-
4: oh. yeah. yeah but on this run you obviously you've been co-headlining with the one Years.
1: yes
3: a little
4: bit of a mixture of fans and kind of bass beforehand so how has the show really gone down
1: yeah between on this tour it's been really good i mean um it's kind of a shame that we've never had the chance to tour with those guys before because it's we've they've been a band for as long as as we have it's been 13 years for mm. for both our bands um and i feel like there are kind of a lot of similarities they're they're a little bit uh you know heavier maybe or um they have more guy fans than than we have um maybe they don't have as many ballads right that's what it is yeah but they do have some ballads (laughs) yeah but um but i've i've been a big fan of theirs for a long time i think they're just such a good band and i was actually telling them on this tour i I didn't really notice it until watching them live but i was like you guys remind me of further seems forever which is one of my favorite bands is uh further forever and there's kind of a lot of similarities i think uh and you offended them right no, they, well, they were—they were like none of, none of them were like uh, had listened to much of Further Sims forever, and it's funny how that how that goes, right? But yeah, yeah,
3: they were around years ago, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
3: Fifteen years ago, yeah, I remember seeing them playing in Newport in, mm-hmm. in Wales. Um. Yeah. That was a
1: great. B- we we got to do some some a small bit of touring with Further Sims forever way back at the very beginning of of this band. But anyway, yeah, they're one of is awesome. We've done some like festivals with them, and we've always kind of tried to tour with them. But it's always been a case of just things not lining up. Uh, and so I'm really happy it worked out this time. Seems to be really cool. It's been cool to see some of our fans that I talked to after the shows saying, like, I love the Wonder Years now. And then vice versa, some people that have to say, I came to see the Wonder Years, but now I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of you guys. And so it's cool to have some of that uh, that crossover happening. And uh, and they're just they're great dudes. And... I think there are similar kind of. There's a lot of similarities, uh, even with just kind of how they operate. um, And um, you know, like for us, everything in the band is a is the band is a unit and not just like one person making decisions or in charge. we vote on everything, and they're the same way. And um, you know, we go out to bars with some of those dudes afterwards and hang out and just yeah, they're they're chill guys, and uh, we've we've had a lot of fun. And same with you know movements and pronoun are awesome as well. Uh, they, you know, really bring something cool and unique to this tour, and uh, it's just yeah, it's four really good bands, I think.
2: Yeah, yeah I was afraid that we we're going to have walkout after Wonder Years got done playing because they're great and they bring out a, a crowd. But luckily, their their fans stick around. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah.
3: We we had the same problem with. Um, I used to be in a band called Blackout, by the way. Um, oh yeah. Okay. A, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry about that. If you ever have unfortunate. fortunate. <laughs> <time. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> well, we unfortunate. If were us. Yeah. It was, and we we toured with All Time Low, and I remember. Jack coming into our dressing room because we were a little bit heavier, mm-hmm. and he was like, oh, "I thought I thought all your fans would be like Pantera dudes," <laughs> and I was like, "You've seen my floppy fringe, surely you know that no Pantera dude likes this." And yeah. um yeah, it was just it was a kind of a strange tour for us, but yeah, it was it was oddly we weirdly nice to play in front of a crowd that kind of wasn't our genre, right? And. um yeah, you meeting a lot of met, like Mattlier kids on this one who are saying nice things about you guys, or have you met? Oh, tell a better question. Have you met anybody who's been a dick about it? yet?
2: Oh no, no. I, I haven't, and that's ah. that's part of what's cool. Yeah, but I think the UK fan, you know, typically is a little bit more open, you know, yeah. than the American fans who are a little bit more. They stick to their genres, you yeah, know, yeah, or yeah. their specific bands. Uh, which is really cool over here and you see that in the club nights too. You go yeah. out if they're doing, you know, rock songs, they can mix mm. that with, with like dance stuff. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
4: awesome. like, yeah. So obviously it's been a really busy period for you over the last eighteen months with the release of your latest studio record, Sunnyland. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of Mayday Parade fans re really saw this album as some of your best work in a very long time.
3: Mm-hmm. How my hands in the Yeah. Not May Day fan. Yeah, <laughs> like, he, he's been bragging this record up to me for ages, so... <laughs> that's, great. That, yeah. that's great, that's um, great.
4: Yeah, but reflecting on that, have you seen any differences in that yourselves? It, was there anything a bit more special about this record when you're reflecting on it now?
1: Yeah, for sure, and I, I think kind of what you said, you know, it, it really... Um, and that was kind of the goal, I guess, for us, was to make an album that... Um, kind of fits in with everything we've a little bit of everything we've done before, um, and I think there are songs that kind of could go on any of our previous albums, yeah. you know, and, and fit in, as well as hopefully some new sort of ground and some, you know stepping into some new territory at the same time, and so I, I feel like it's a really well rounded. There's a little bit of everything on there, um, and it all just turned out really cool. You know, sometimes like there's songs that you're really excited about. And then the final product of it is like, hmm, this just didn't really get it right. We didn't. There's, it didn't turn out as cool as as I was hoping. You know, is what happens sometimes. And usually, there's like a couple tracks on an album like that, at least. But this album, I feel like, kind of from start to finish, I feel really strong about all the all the songs, and they all turned out. You know, I think how how we were hoping, and and uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's, good. it's been good. And a lot of folks have you know told us that that. It's you know one of their favorite albums or, or yeah. you know whatever
3: and that it's a uh, it's um yeah it's it's great it's been yeah, that's, it's been really good that's amazing that you yeah still churning up your best work like I know yeah yeah some bands just get jaded and you know it, because it's a, it becomes a job that they just write it's say, tough say, you either write the same old same old bullshit that you're bored right. of or you write something I find the bands might go the complete opposite way and try to write something new and then like cut their own legs off I guess a bit. Yeah. You've kind of got to find that equal level between new and right. still sticking in sticking one foot in in your sound i guess
1: right yeah. yeah you have to kind of build upon what it is that people like about your band yeah. and but try to, as you said you don't want to just keep doing the same
2: thing over and over again and become stale but right. it, it's a very difficult thing to do but yeah. yeah if you were to i kind of feel like if you're gonna go too crazy you might as well start a side project you know <laughs> that's exactly how yeah. i feel because yeah. Yeah, yeah it's i mean people view it almost like it's uh maybe it's a bad way to say it but like a brand you know and they, mm. they come to expect a certain product from you um although at the same time I don't think we're ever going to be able to reproduce what we did 10 years ago yeah, you know yeah. that's just natural evolution of a band yeah because
4: yeah. for me listening to it I think there was a lot of different sounding songs on the record but it wasn't like that oh you're trying too hard to sound different throughout it it was just kind of a natural progression of some acoustic numbers some ballads some really hard hitting heavier rock tracks as well
1: right yeah exactly yeah and I think that's we've always tried to to do that and to it's it's annoying to me sometimes when there's a band that I really like, and I'll like and and I'll listen to an album, and then by the middle of it, you start to go, eh, this kind of sounds like the same sort of thing, just kind of over and over again. And I I've I've always loved the being able to have the diversity of doing some softer stuff and some heavier stuff, and just kind of make it interesting, I guess, like from start to finish, and have yeah. its ups and downs, and
2: have it flow, you know. But and it helps a lot. Everybody's writing and trying to bring the best ideas to the table yeah. you know in this band so that that helps a lot not coming from just one two guys or whatever you know on a sixth record you might start to yeah. fall a little flat and then you know we spent a lot we spent a little bit more time with this one as well i don't know if that was be, um you know attributed to it you know it being a better record but i, I feel like it did you know had we gone into the studio with uh, the first writing session we had together we'll get together for a long amount you know yeah. like a month or a couple weeks, you know, um, and try and put something together. If we had just gone off the first session together, it would be a very different record.
3: Oh, cool. How does... Yeah, so how long did you spend writing this record? Like you said, like a couple of weeks? Yeah, I mean,
1: it was was a longer process than normal, um, and a lot of that was because... It was, it was sort of split up into we we wrote for a little I mean we're always kind of writing just individually yeah. um like even now like yeah, we're man. starting to submit demos for whatever is is next um so just kind of individually we're all writing we got together for a couple weeks and then we went and recorded a couple songs we recorded some songs with John Feldman That's uh nice. and and Howard Benson um and then we did all of our uh, uh 10 year less in romantics touring um and, and that and that was like in between sort of like the first part of recording the album. And then it was like six or eight months later that we recorded the rest of it. And it was kind of cool to, to do all to do that. And it kind of I think it helped us um, not that we were trying to recreate a lesson in Romantics by any means. But as far as the like trying to identify like what is it that people like about this band? And we all sort of understood how important that album was to an extent. But doing all that really kind of like drove it home um, like sort of like I guess going back to like the basics of, of what like works for this band and think kind of helped us focus like that second writing session and what we mm. should be I guess trying to do from then on out but um, so yeah all in all I don't know we spent about I don't know a month and a half or so probably together writing and then everyone individually we had like 70 songs or Ooh. something coming into nice. <laughs> it gets it was, a little crazy and, yeah. and, and yeah. hard to pick through yeah, yeah. I did
3: um, John Fellman produce the old record then, or was it just early days? Or? He,
1: he did. Th- there's th- uh, three songs on the record that yeah. would, ended up being um, songs from John, and uh, and then there's one song from Howard, and then the rest were with uh, Zach and Ken in Atlanta. Nice. Ken- Kenneth Mountain, Zach Odom in Atlanta, and it was it was cool. It was weird how different each of those experiences were, yeah. and I was nervous that it was gonna that you would that you'd be able to tell that, but it would sound like it didn't have a flow like it was yeah. disjointed but but it uh, it actually I think you can't really tell you know nice. if you're just listening
2: through yeah, then, yeah. and uh, yeah, Chris Lord Algy mixed it so nice. that right. <laughs> I'm sure it helped
3: you know what I mean <laughs> yeah, to yeah, bring it all yeah. in you know right. together yeah, yeah. Just well, so. I, yeah I've had friends who've worked with John <laughs> mm-hmm. who uh, were unsure about his processes should we say yeah like yeah. they'd leave in the morning and they'd come back and he'd be like look what I've done to the song and then you listen to it and it's like a totally different song with trumpets and mm-hmm. it's like we haven't got a trumpeter, yeah. So, <laughs> where have they come from? Who's done that overnight, then? John, yeah, you nutter. right. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the yeah, so I don't know if any of their stuff came out with him, but um, yeah, they found it. They, yeah, they just they found his energy, Matt. Like he was just always up for it as well. And he's very, he's extremely unique, man. There's there's <laughs> there's no one else like
1: him. I kind of I think we all like. I mean, there were it was a it was it was stressful, honestly recording those songs with him but there's something
2: about it that works and there's yeah, something that's it, kind of his thing you right know, yeah right not even that like he was you know that's a bad thing to say you mm-hmm. know it's like that's just how he likes to work it's kind of his process
3: Yeah, it just moves you, know. you slightly out of your comfort zone i guess right yeah right makes you a bit more
2: and he's
1: very much just go 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 yeah. don't stop and th- overthink this his whole thing is like let's capture the moment or capture the magic as it's happening mm. oh wow and there's something really cool about that, but maybe he's a little too <laughs> fast-paced for for us. But yeah. but I think we got some really cool stuff, and and he's he's really a great guy. He's a really nice guy, and uh, and he's he's obviously incredibly talented. Um, I heard that he stops drinking coffee yeah. not not too long after he he would drink like twelve cups of coffee a day and was yeah, just you like at least wired. Cut it back, right? Yeah, that's and, crazy. Uh, and so i don't know if you know but anyway he's yeah yeah, he's he's a good dude
3: (laughs) yeah you said about john and howard did you work with them together or were they two set like two separately
1: it was separately and they're both in in la you know so we did i think a week with john and two weeks with howard and then it was like op it was like opposites it was like it was go 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 with john and then howard it was like we recorded three songs in two weeks and it was just so slow and like just you know sort of Going over everything, so it's sort of just the very opposite end of like
3: the way to do things. Yeah. It must have been, um, yeah, it must have been interesting to have got to have done that and seen how those two, ma- both of them, are massive producers, right? Yeah, and how, how they work so differently.
1: Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. It was, and it was cool. It was, it was nice to, because you know, we've recorded most of our stuff with Kenneth and Zach in Atlanta, so it's nice to to do some of that and to yeah, yeah. As, as you were saying, get out of your comfort zone and and. Uh, just kind of switch things up and see what happens, you know, yeah.
4: Oh, awesome. Uh, going back to the Lessing a Romantic 10th year anniversary tour you did last mm-hmm. time you were in the UK, I believe. Mm-hmm. I'm a proper rung. Um, I remember stories of that record really going from selling it in the car park of Warp Tour mm-hmm. to then 10 years later having such a big demand for you guys to do it and doing these solo shows all across and being a part of that last warp Tour was just yeah. a crazy reflection to see how far that had come in a decade.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's part of why yeah, doing all of that touring was just so insane is cuz, you know, whenever we wrote and recorded that album th- there we had a, you know, slight bit of buzz about the band, but we weren't, you know, uh, uh, touring-wise we weren't worth more than, you know, maybe 20 kids, you know, a, a night or anything and it was we were we were a, sp- a baby band and had no idea how you know successful that album was was going to become and and uh so yeah i mean doing all the 10-year touring of that was just uh totally insane uh to think back you know i think that's again part of why like i feel like sunnyland is is very it's kind of like a nostalgia album to me it's kind of like a looking back at like everything we've done as a band and that's i guess where i was saying we're doing all that 10-year lesser romantic stuff sort of that's where all that kind of came from i feel like you know and yeah. um and how all, all of that like self-reflection or whatever yeah.
3: how much would you say the scene has changed since since your first record that yeah
1: i mean it's the scene has changed i mean it's changed a lot obviously just with uh with, there's so many factors um i feel like we were right at the end of that like wave of these of like the you know taking back sunday fallout boy Mm -hmm. like my chemical romance like these bands in this scene that made it like really success like pretty much like broke out into like the mainstream of like success and then that all kind of like started to die off and then there's been kind of a resurgence of that but nothing there's been there There hasn't been a band that's really broken through like that i feel like or or maybe
3: the closest one it's probably twenty-one pilots, but it's yeah. Again, like I said earlier, it's just got a toll kind of in that, in that world. Sure. And the yeah, they're, I guess it yeah out with a hip y yeah. Phase. It's it, and and uh, and
1: also just the way that every you're like you know like we we walked we used to walk around with, with backpacks selling CDs mm. and yeah. You can't do that, and it, no one's going to buy a physical copy of yeah. and like I've I've talked to bands in the last few years that say they've tried to. Do that like grassroots, like like following tours, and but they'll show someone the song, and they'll go, "Oh, this is cool! Is it on Spotify?" And they're like, "Yeah." yeah. yeah. Like, you all you right, well, go
3: around giving away uh, paper links. Yeah. Down yeah, with like, please well, open this Spotify it, link. Exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah. So you're not like you're not selling yeah. CDs to like make gas money to get to the next. You know, like it's yeah. so that's all changed, and just with you know social media and everything. Like it's it's everything's you know changed a ton, but. I, you know at least we're we're just happy to still be doing it really you know yeah. i mean it definitely it seems like uh like rock and roll like especially you know live music and like actual like bands and all that is definitely kind of uh on the decline, you know. um,
4: For me, always looking at it, I always saw Mayday Parade as, like, right in between that kind of pop-punk scene and the emo scene as well. Right. Have you felt that, like, there's kind of being... You've been a band that have rejoined two scenes at the same time in some places?
1: Sure, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. I feel like, yeah, we were kind of at the end of that emo Mm -hmm. wave, and then there was, was like, this big pop-punk resurgence, and we were... and we kind of... And it's, yeah, I feel like we have... I don't know what we're more. I guess we're probably more
2: emo. I guess, but uh, <laughs> yeah, you know. I would I would consider ourselves more emo. Yeah, you definitely see stylistic changes. You know, like you said, we were on the tail end of that probably the height mm. of that pop punk sort of thing. And then, and then now it became poppier, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Things yeah, got yeah. more digital, which is fine. I, mean, I can be a fan of that, too. But yeah. you, And maybe a little bit more polished, you know, as well. More pop than punk. Yeah, yeah. It, it definitely did. Um, and, then, and then even past that, like, I always listen to heavier music. But I think it's interesting. I used to think of heavier music as not being able to, it kind of having, like, a glass ceiling right but yeah. now i'm realizing it's changing again where i think heavier music has more potential yeah. you know what i mean to become more popular or more mainstream than even what we do now yeah um you know with bands like bring me the horizon or like uh, palisades or but i guess bring me touching on again changing Got the pop those, and changing yeah, the sound yeah, and they're doing yeah right so, but yeah, they work I mean, with that so yeah a lot of those heavier bands are working with those digital elements it's just interesting yeah, to yeah. see the style change over the last 13 years mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. you mentioned uh, before you demoing some new stuff now already so what's the situation with everything at the moment is it just working on the next kind of record or have you got any little ideas where you want to take may they Pray next
1: yeah we, we don't really know we're, we're kind of like starting to try and figure that out now and we've had a lot of conversations about it and it's kind of tough to to say because i mean um you know one a, a route that a lot of bands are taking is just putting out singles you know it's yeah. just it is. It, it's crazy how because there's just so much, you know, new music that comes out every single week. That it's yep. like you put out a record, and then a month later, it's kind of like, what's next? You know, like yeah. it's it's, it's it, it doesn't have like the lasting power that it that it used to, you know. And um, you know, Spotify or, or you know, I they're, they're not gonna playlist a song that's been out for you know months yeah. or whatever. And um, so it's always about that like that next new thing and so i don't know we're, yeah we're we're just talking about all that stuff and figuring out maybe you know maybe record a couple singles and put them out maybe record an ep maybe just do a whole album and release it differently you know i, I don't know who knows yeah.
3: but i think that's what everybody else has said so far like everybody else we've got this will be our 14th episode now mm-hmm. and everybody else has said they're looking at changing the way they're putting up music yeah it's yeah, interesting yeah, that you can't you're just drop that, 12 yeah. songs anymore because people just are just fed up with them um, yeah it, yeah people exactly also attention is me- measured in like nanoseconds yeah i think exactly. it gets
4: lost in the shuffle now as well where a record will come out people just listen to the singles they won't get around to the whole thing you've just got four or five tracks of that record yeah. you remember it for then right of the whole right. 12 or 11 or whatever's
2: on there i hope it's not a reflection of sunnyland but it is funny <laughs> when you go down the list you know in track yeah. order you see the plays get dwindle as you go down the list but, yeah that's you where, know
3: same thing with the podcast. Like, when we look at the analytics of it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. keeping people to do a hundred percent of anything anymore is nigh on impossible. Right. Yeah. Like, right. It, it, yeah. You know, you're getting like eighty five percent, and we're like, why are they trailing off eighty five? Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. It <laughs> through a, like our interview, and then you're like, uh, well, why is this happening? Like, yeah, it's just you're so
1: much. Just so yeah. Much, it's yeah, just vision, yeah.
3: Like, sitting on their laptops working, or you know, seeing. See and stuff, and then just up oh, new image. Oh, I'm taken away. Yeah. I'm somewhere different now. Yeah, but.
1: yeah. The amount of content uh, yeah. is just in. It's like an overload. It's insane. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. So I, th- yeah, I think putting like a single out a month, maybe the answer or something. So then you've got twelve a year. You could bring out an album at the end of the right. year. Right, a collection of them all. Yeah, people wanted a a disc or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, um, it's vinyls. You know, yeah. that's that's a thing,
2: yeah, right? So it'd be nice to yeah, right. But you could also do like forty fives or whatever with yeah. that, even you know, mm-hmm.
3: yeah. So yeah,
2: yeah, yeah
1: yeah we're figuring all that out and then as far as like style and stuff I you know it's too I guess it's kind of too early I, I, I'm you know we're all just kind of feel like we all just try and write just the best songs that we can and so we're not having an exclusive the Day
2: parade gone hip-hop or yeah.
1: <laughs> death metal <laughs> yeah so somewhere in between
3: yeah not
2: yet but uh who we, knows we yeah. write them <laughs> you know we write those songs they just don't make <laughs> records <laughs> we do yeah yeah we just yeah.
3: never make it oh i can't wait for the May death parade uh, yeah album.
4: <laughs> that'll
3: be the album yeah so
4: with that now what's the plans for the rest of 2019 is there anything Day parade you're really setting your goals on or is it just Keeping playing shows, do the festivals, and writing in between.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's all it's yeah staying busy. There's a lot of stuff that we're doing, and I'm really excited about it. Just isn't announced yet, so I can't talk too much about it. You know, Ooh, but I know. Just come out next Friday. Yeah. But it's but good good a lot of really cool things. You know, staying staying busy, staying touring, and then working on new music. We're actually already kind of figuring out. You know, early 2020, which sounds insane to say. It's crazy. We live in the future. Yeah. yeah, we're
3: literally living what. I used to think of as a kid as it's the future. future. Yeah, exactly. And we haven't yeah. got one fucking flying car. Yeah. Or, or hoverboards. <laughs> or hoverboards. Yeah. I really want yeah, hoverboard. yeah. yeah. a hoverboards. But, nice nice but Biff is president.
1: Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Biff did. It, was kind they, of they called it. They called it. it for sure. Except he's worse than Biff, but yeah, oh, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> well,
3: we, we all agree. You know, you know, there's no argument there. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Where can people find you online on your socials and stuff?
1: Yeah, it's all the you know, it's a you know, yeah, yeah. all the all the stuff: Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Just made a parade. Sweet. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, yeah.
2: Well,
3: thank, yeah thank you very much. Thank much you very much for, it your time,
4: for it. having us. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. been an absolute pleasure. Thanks for having us, guys. I Appreciate it time. Cheers.
3: That was the fantastic May Day Parade. Yes. How was that for you, Morgan? Oh, I'm I a big fan of them. Yeah,
4: well, I loved having them on. Um, things safe to say, you hadn't really met them beforehand or anything like no. that. No, I think our paths have crossed,
3: but I don't think like we'd ever sat and had a chat. Like, And it was only after the interview that they brought up that we had like the same crew on stuff as yeah, well. Yeah, or Bradley. Oh, everyone um, loves Bradley. Yeah, well, love. No,
4: actually, I have a friend who actually was obsessed with him
3: for some reason, yes. so... Yes pretty <laughs> strange um, but yeah maybe parade. Hey, maybe we shouldn't be friends anyway yeah mayday parade <laughs> were, uh, May Day parade were fantastic um thanks again to them for being so lovely thank you very much to hayley Connolly for sorting it out you're a fucking star
4: yeah and it was just great to get an insight for them from their first album a lesson in romantics to the new and "Sunnyland." again i think it's one of their some of their best work still going strong
3: now cool well um yeah, check out our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash sapnin, um, and get involved with helping us. If not, check out our socials on Twitter and Instagram, S a w p e n i n p o d. Yes, I did forget in the middle of that, that's S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D. And last but not least, we want to give a massive shout out to the people who have become the patrons of the Sapnin podcast at patreon.com forward slash sapnin. They are Amy Evans, Emma Barber, Jake Bolter, Jenny Robinson, John Price, Kylie Wheeler, Marcy Jacobson, Mark Platten, Martina McManus, Paul Hirschfield, Scarlett Charlton and Scott Jones. Thank you very much. We've been sampling Podcast. Please never die. Saptening! You're listening to Sablin Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. Thank you very much for downloading this podcast or streaming it or I don't, I don't know what else to do with podcasts. Um, thank you very much.
2: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?